You've budgeted successfully, you got out of debt, and you've been really crushing it. But now it's that pivotal moment. Are you going to fall back into the debt cycle? Welcome back to ADHD Money Talk, the show that helps dynamic but distracted ADHD brains take back control over their money in order to stress less, live a more enriching life, and open up new possibilities. And I am your humble and very ADHD host, Dave DeWitt. All right, so this episode is for the ADHDer who has implemented their ADHD-friendly budget and has a month or two of successful budgeting under their belt. You did your one-page plan, and so you understand why money is important to you and have guesstimated a few financial goals. And so now you are saving money, maybe even for the first time ever. And maybe you even have already funded your initial Life Happens Fund of at least $1,000. You're getting all your free money at work with your 401k match, and you've just finished paying off all of your debt. You have transformed your financial situation from one of constant stress and anxiety to now, well, not stress and anxiety. Maybe it actually feels weird having a stable financial foundation. Maybe it actually makes you feel uncomfortable. You don't know what's going to happen next. Maybe you are so used to having that source of anxiety that in a very strange way, it was your happy place. It was your comfort zone. Now that you have worked so hard and made so much progress, is it possible that you are feeling burned out and tired and feel vulnerable to slipping up? After all, now you have these credit cards with no balances just waiting to be used. If you find yourself at this stage, you are at a very critical moment. But let me tell you, you really are only just at the beginning of your journey. The job is not done, but it is definitely a very precarious situation. When an ADHDer who maybe spent most of their life used to the anxiety and stress, it can be actually pretty unnerving to now have such a strong foundation. But let me tell you this, it did not happen by accident. You decided on a better future and you did what it took. So today, let's talk about what we can do to not let ourselves slip back into that vicious cycle of debt. Before we get into it, don't forget to review the podcast on Apple and visit ADHDMoneyTalk.com or DM me on Instagram at ADHD Money Talk to ask me a question to be featured on the show. I really do love hearing from you guys. It means a lot to me. And if you want to learn how I do financial planning differently for ADHDers, visit DeWittCM.com slash ADHD. Thanks to everyone who keeps supporting me. It means the absolute world to me. Okay, let's get into it. So this is often the point in financial journeys where progress can really stall and we can quickly slip up. And a lot of times it happens because of a certain level of burnout. And I suspect that ADHDers who do transform their financial life from one of being in a pile of debt and struggling with impulsive spending and just that general sort of financial chaos, going from that to one where you have no debt, you're successfully budgeting, and you're showing incredible amounts of self-control and restraint. Well, I suspect that for a lot of ADHDers out there, this transformation happened actually a lot faster than it typically would happen for our neurotypical peers. And why do I think that? Well, because I know how much the ADHD brain loves to think in all or nothing terms. We are either all in or we are all out. So if you get yourself to the point of being deeply all in, committed, focused, hyper-focused on transforming your financial future, then I would never bet against an ADHD or absolutely crushing it. 
but this comes at the risk of burnout and relapse. It's kind of like what I did for literally four years straight. I yo-yoed my weight from 225 pounds to 195 pounds, four years straight. 195 is like my ideal weight. And I started off each year committed to losing the weight. I counted calories like a maniac. I have like four apps for that. I kept trying new ones. I went to the gym every day, every single day. I followed like P90X things on my phone. I was going hard every day. And I would lose the weight in about four months. I'd be in peak physical condition by around May of every year. And I was feeling good. I was having fun on the soccer field, being able to move like I used to. And, you know, all this good stuff. And I was loving it. But then it just slowly fades. I burned out. The gym every day turned into the gym four days a week, then two, then one, then no days. Counting calories every single day, every single meal. Then I miss a meal. Then I miss a couple meals. Then I miss a day. Before long, I'm not doing that anymore either. Then within a few months, 10 pounds is back on. Then I'm feeling guilty, regret, and frustration that I just couldn't keep it up. Now it's going to be fall into winter, and that's one of the hardest times for me to start back up. So there we are. The cycle repeats. And this is what can happen with our finances. We just hyper fixated on saving money for six months. And now we are tired. We haven't been out to eat in forever. We have been depriving ourselves. So we buy something. We go out to dinner. And it's like a huge sense of relief. And it's a big dopamine hit. And this is that moment that defines the next six months. Are you going to go back in reverse or are you not? A lot of times, somehow our brain just starts slipping down the slope. And before we actually are even really aware of it, we have another $5,000 on our credit card and we don't know how it happened. We are back in debt. We are frustrated, feeling guilty. And unfortunately, a lot of times we aren't necessarily feeling surprised. We are used to these vicious cycles and sometimes our mindset is one of, this is just what it is for me. This is it. This is, this is just the way it goes. So how can we break out of the cycle? Well, I have some thoughts. So let's get into that. Okay, I think one of the best ways you can avoid falling back into the vicious cycle of debt and financial misery is to jump into something new that's going to help refresh your commitment. I think this is one of the most foolproof ways to do this. And by jump into something new, I mean a couple different potential things. One could be signing up for classes on financial literacy. There is one company called Renify that actually focuses on ADHD to a certain extent. So when you feel yourself slipping and you do something like this, you're rejuvenating your commitment, you're changing your perspective, and you're starting something new, but still on the same path. So it'll keep you a little bit more stimulated. Another thing you can do is to work with a coach or a planner. And now I am biased, and I think this is bar none the best thing you can do. But again, I am biased. You can, in a sense, ensure the gains that you've made by hiring someone to coach and guide you through the next phase of your journey which is, well, now that you're out of debt, is building real tangible wealth and enjoying more freedom. And it's really all about creating that true comprehensive financial plan that is going to help you now allocate your money towards things that are truly important to you. So with the coach or planner, you will have accountability as well as continued education to keep you moving forward 
making progress, and becoming a smarter person with money. So moving on, let's say you're not ready for that. You don't want to do that yet. Another thing you can do to help mitigate the chances of falling back into old habits is to review and refresh and update your goals. Unless getting out of debt was truly the end of the rainbow for you, then it's probably safe to say that there's still a lot left in your financial journey, a lot to save for, a lot to plan for, and a lot to look forward to. So what are your goals? You know, now that you're out of debt, what's next? So remember, the opposite of debt is savings. And like we've discussed before, debt is enslaving and savings is the opposite of that. It is more freedom and security and more options, more possibilities in your life. So now is the time to determine what you need to do next to continue to build your fortress in a way that is smart and efficient. So maybe for you, that's fortifying your one month expenses or only $1,000 emergency fund and expanding that to a three to months expenses life happens fund and start saving towards that. It's a great time to start thinking about how much you're going to actually need for retirement and determining how much you'll need to save each month for that. It's a really good time to choose an exciting, shorter term and more tangible goal and start tucking the money away for that. Maybe it's a bathroom remodel or maybe it's a vacation you've been wanting to take. Start tucking money away for these things. The point is to stay in the accumulation and wealth and abundance mindset. It's good for us ADHDers to you know, keep something exciting and tangible in front of our nose that helps keep us running towards it, making progress. Another idea is to get interested in investing. Investing is what is going to help your money work towards your long-term goals. If you don't need money in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, there's no point in putting it in cash because it's not going to do anything for you. In fact, it's only going to do damage because of inflation. So maybe you can read a book on investing. Maybe you can make that a new hobby, maybe even a new hyper-focus. It may be time now to open up that Roth IRA and begin funding it. After all, that is the next step in the ADHD Money Mastery ebook. After you have your three to six months life happens fund, then it's time to really start investing for the future, investing to build wealth, investing for your retirement, investing for your legacy. And investing doesn't have to be boring. You can find things to invest in that make sense for you from a risk perspective and also are interesting to you that you are maybe passionate about. But remember, before you make any investment decisions, be sure to consult a professional and nothing I ever say on this podcast should ever be taken as investing advice. Finally, once you're at this pivotal moment where many of us are susceptible to slipping up, something you can consider is just simply going easy on yourself. The key here is to pre-plan it, pre-plan a period of a month or two where you don't have to save, where you can use the money you are using to put towards debt and to now save Use that for a couple months to reward yourself for all the great progress you've made. Just make sure you also pre-plan and pre-prep your brain to know that saving is still important. Those future goals still are very important and that you are going to switch back into that mode. But give yourself a break from the hustle and bustle of going so hard on saving and all this and just go easy and enjoy yourself for a little bit and pat yourself on the back because you've made a lot of progress. Okay, so that does it for this week's episode. Next week, I'm going to be talking about the rest of the steps from the ADHD Money Mastery ebook. So in the course of this podcast, I've talked about 
the very beginning foundational steps, which was the one page plan where we have why money is important to us and our goals. Then we talked about budgeting, how to budget when you have ADHD, some tips on that. Then we talked about the importance of having that initial life happens fund. Then we talked about the importance of paying off your high interest debt. And we talked about making sure that we're getting at least our full free money from work with our 401k. Okay, so there's still a few steps I want to get through just so I can close the book on that. And then after that, on this podcast, you can expect me to bring on more guests and also more topics that are more focused and always through the ADHD lens. And I'm just so excited to keep this going. It's really been a blast. So let's just keep this ball rolling, guys. All right, I'll see you guys later. Later.